This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my beautiful, sweet, adorable, my most favorite sister, Jill. Hello, everyone. Mama's back. Yes, I'm back, and um, I'm not sure. I think someone may be uh, saying all these really nice things about me because it's a certain someone's birthday tomorrow. Who, me? <laughs> so I think someone might be angling for, like, maybe a nice gift or something, you reckon? Excuse me? <laughs> me? I would never. <laughs> Just kidding. But it truly is her birthday tomorrow. So a very, very happy birthday to also my favorite sister, <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> Yay! Happy birthday. Thank you. And I'm her only sister, by the way. <laughs> I'm your only sister, by the way. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, in all seriousness, I do have a wonderful sister. She's planning me a beautiful dinner tomorrow, and I'm super excited. My niece is supposed to help cook, but I doubt she will. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not exactly a surprise. Obviously. But the menu's a surprise. That's about the best we can do since we're always together and we can't keep secrets from each other. <laughs> we can't. Um, yeah, about the best I can do is try to keep the menu a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> Although she already did taste the sauce. <laughs> You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> I thought you would have that one out. <laughs> Oops. Anyway. Yeah, so we do have a nice dinner plan for tomorrow and, uh, so yeah. it will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what my gift is. <clears throat> my niece, Sarah, is going to do my nails for my birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys hear that? She's doing my nails for my birthday and charging me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, something is totally wrong with that. That does not seem like a proper gift. What? Nothing. We're not talking about you at all. It, I'm talking about a different Sarah. You d you don't know her. She's from our belly dance class. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops, I bumped our fancy setup. Oh, speaking of, I told y'all I was going to post a photo of our beautiful setup. It is a bar stool with an empty box <laughs> on top that probably came from Amazon. <laughs> um... In the spare bedroom, and we got a TV tray with the computer on it. It's very professional. Oh, yes. Very fancy. And we know we said we were going to post it last podcast, and we just forgot. Yeah, I just forgot. <laughs> Y'all know who I am. But we have it, and we're going to post it. And if you happen to notice in the in the picture, yes, in there the is background. a lovely The Bold and Beautiful Podcast notebook. It is my personal notebook <laughs> that I keep my notes in. 
when I'm preparing for our podcast. True. And um, I'll let Amanda tell you about it. She's got some merch. Yeah, we got merch now, guys. Uh, So I've got big notebooks and small notebooks, and those are on Amazon. So just go on Amazon and type in the Bold and the Beautiful podcast, and it will pop up. They're really cool notebooks. They're great. I really, really do love a notebook. They're good quality. They're nice. And then on Shopify and eBay, I believe they're connected. So you can go to whichever one you want to go to. We have merch and we have everything. We have leggings. We have sports bras. We have t-shirts. We have mugs. Mugs. We have water bottles. Like we have everything you guys really should check it out because they're cool. My husband, Joe, he put a bunch of work into it, and it's really nice merch. Yeah, it's great. So if you would like to have a notebook as nice as mine, <laughs> go check out the merch stores. And we need a photo. If you get one, please take a photo of yourself with the notebook so we can post it because that's amazing. Yes. Or you could cool. just take a picture of the notebook at you know on your table if you don't want your face out there. And something else. Me and Chelsea told you guys a while back, or Chelsea and I, I should say, told you guys a while back that we really, really want to help small businesses. So our first small business was KKL's Kafgans. And that's when I, she sent me the message, the phone message and everything. And your BFFs now. Yes. Oh, yes, because I can call her Kelly now. Right. And <laughs> that was so cool, guys. <laughs> Y'all already know. So then... We did the kafgans, and they're they're gorgeous, by the way. Like, I bought a kafgan. Love it. I bought one for my sister. I bought one for my niece. I'm addicted to them now. <laughs> I, must, I have purchased one myself, and I am in love. It is so beautiful. I love it. And let me just say, I know what some of you are thinking. They're expensive. But if you go on her website, click on sale, it'll have all the ones that are on sale. And, and there, it's a really good deals. Yes. The one that I purchased was on sale, like, more than half off. Very, it was very reasonable price, and it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Well, you know what? We'll have to post some photos yes. for you guys. And then, um, so my, <laughs> the whole point of that, wow, I just went on a whole, you know, I'm obsessed with KKL. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> I just went on, like, a whole rant. The point is, my friend's daughter has her own little business. It's called Avery's Beaded Jewelry. And we bought some bracelets from her. They're adorable. <laughs> my bad. My bad, guys. I forgot to mute my phone. That was my ring doorbell. Apparently, my husband's going outside. <laughs> Sorry about um, that. Brooke needs to get one of them. Thank you. They all need one. They all need a ring doorbell. Yes. Anyway, we'll... we'll Catch up with that later. (laughs) (laughs) So my friend's daughter, she makes jewelry and it's beautiful. There's earrings and bracelets and oh, they're so cute. And if you go on Facebook, it said Avery's Beaded Jewelry. So shout out to our second business, small business. Yes. And she's young, right? Yes. She's a teenager. So she's She's trying to make extra money. Right. So, it'd be great for any support. And she also will design, um, like, my husband ordered one for himself, and he told her what he was thinking, and she kind of designed it, and so, like, she uh, is very open if you're looking for something specific, you know? Nice. 
piece of news because this shocked me. Heather Tom, who plays Katie, has been on the show for 15 years. Wow. Can you guys believe that? Because she came from Young and the Restless. Yes, I remember her on Young and the Restless. She was like a teenager. And she stayed there for a while, a long time, yeah. for a long time. And then she moved to The Bold and the Beautiful. And everyone knows I love Katie. I love Katie. I like Katie with Bill, but I also can see why people are over it. Because they do have, they always break up and get back together, break up and get back together. But I mean, it is a soap opera. <laughs> that is what they do. But I don't know. Anyway, I'm happy for that. And um, this is what she said. And it's a quote. I hope this show goes forever and I hope I can be a part of it. So that makes me excited because she has no intentions of leaving anytime soon. That's good. I haven't had much opportunity to, to see Katie. Or Wyatt. Or Wyatt. Um, By the way, Katie and Wyatt used to hook up. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. It was hot. Well, <clears throat> um, so anyway, hopefully I'll be able to see some, yeah, Katie some of Katie soon. She's been directing, so that's why she's been off doing other projects. Oh. Well, I think that's all the news we have, though, guys, right? I think that's it. So let's get to the good stuff. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to do two weeks and a day. That sounds funny, don't it? Two weeks and a day. Let's just start with Monday. That's September the 5th. Okay, Brooke and Liam are really worried about this Thomas stuff. So they tell, they're reminding Hope to keep your guard up because, uh, huh. remember, by the way, Thomas was obsessed with you. Just to remind you, in case you forgot, he almost kidnapped you. And um, he was really crazy. <laughs> Just want to give you a little reminder. A little heads up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Just in case she forgot. And I do think it's rude that he won't bring Douglas home. Yeah. Like, we can settle this. It, it, like, we'll figure it out. But you you can't just, like, take him and never bring him back home. Like, it, all his stuff's there. Like, I, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with that. I think Hope feels bad because Douglas is, wants to stay over there. Yeah. And he's having fun and he's with his dad and I would feel bad too. I mean, I get where she's coming from, but it's it's the point. It's the total disregard for for her. Right. Like it's just totally it's like just pretty much giving her the finger. Right. Because it was supposed to be a one night thing and now it's been I don't even it's sure. It's been like two long. weeks and he still hasn't brought him home. And she and she's even asked. I need you to, you know, I want him to bring you home. She's sad without him. I mean, right. like, you know, she's, she wants to see her son. That's, right. you know, it is her son, too. It as, is. As much as people maybe don't want to or don't like that, it's a fact. Yeah. Like, she has just as much legal right to him as Thomas does. And they keep saying they want to have this mutual respect. But from my perspective, uh, it's like Hope's the only one who's who's respecting that at, right now. Right. At this point, she's like letting him stay over there. She's not causing a fuss about it, even though it is rude. That and they're the, just totally disregarding her. Yeah. Um. And Thomas yeah. keeps saying, Thomas keeps saying, well, you're his mom. And I just want 50-50. You taking him and not bringing him back 
at all ever for weeks. That is not 50-50, sir. Oh, but but Hope has had him all this time. She's had him like 96% of the time. And he hasn't even had him. Um, Because um, he was crazy pants. Thank you. He Hello? wasn't even trying to get him. I don't, I, I'm like, why do they keep saying that? I'm so, like, I, I'm so confused. Because I'm like, they act like it's Hope's fault that Thomas <laughs> hasn't had. It just, um, he was nuts. Right. What are you talking about? He was in no position to have him. Right. By his own admission. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, it's, you know, Hope's being unreasonable. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. And, guys, please... Please don't believe that he's changed, okay? Oh. Because oh. he keeps saying things. We're going to get to it, but he keeps saying things <laughs> that uh, make me think you have not changed, sir. You're just hiding it really well. Oh, y'all in my bold and beautiful notebook, <laughs> I have a whole new little system where I have, it's a, called a red flag alert. Mm. And I have little flags drawn she out. She does. She drew actual flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And guess what? I'm going to have to post a photo Almost of Almost every red flag alert is about Thomas. Oh, of course. Okay. I'm just giving you a little peep to what we're going to talk about. We're getting ahead of ourselves again. But anyway. Okay, guys. So we're going to cover two weeks and one day. And we are going to start on Monday... The 5th through the 9th. Okay, so we're going to cover that week first, and then we'll go into the next week. Something else that that needs to be said, because I'm not going to keep saying it over and over. All week and next week, all we hear out of Thomas and Steffi's mouth is how much that Ridge should be with Taylor. If I have to hear it again, I'm going to lose it. It is like a broken record. Oh my God, is it? For two weeks, it's all we've heard. On and on. And on. And on. On and on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much what's going on with Steffi and Thomas. I mean, I'm sure I'll rant about it again, but I just want to let you know, I'm not going to go through every conversation because they're all the same. They are. They are. Bridge is even getting aggravated with it. I mean, yeah. So, uh, what else was going on? We need to, (laughs) let's discuss Deacon and Sheila. Okay. Let's do it. So, um, last, when we left off, Sheila had went, remember the phone incident where she's like at the bar yelling, waving his phone around. So he, he, they, they go back to his apartment and he's mad at her because he's like, oh my God, you gave me a heart attack. I almost had a heart attack, Sheila. (laughs) He's like, Finn could have recognized you. Yes. He's going to have to be paddled. <laughs> I volunteer. You know that's our thing now. The defibrillator paddle. Oh, that's, that's right. all that I mean. Sure it is. That's all that I mean is that he might have Sheila might have to whip out those that 
heart shock machine. Oh, now she's trying to backpedal. <laughs> now she's trying to backpedal. You know what? He could be tied up and paddled. <laughs> well, Sheila apparently knows how to use both. <laughs> right. So apparently. Ding. <laughs> I can't get over how funny Deacon is. Oh my gosh. He's always saying something that is just hilarious. I can't handle it. Well, okay, so, you know, so Sheila, which Amanda called this <laughs> at the end of last week mm. of the, the, you know, before the fifth, the, the week before that. <laughs> right. She was like, you know, Sheila is, you know, I mean, you know what's going to happen. She's, you're going to, next thing you know, you're going to see her face pressed up against oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the window. She's got both hands pressed up against the sliding glass door. And I'll be darned. If that is not exactly what happened. I can't believe. What is she thinking? She's over at the cliff house. <sighs> peeping through the window. The sliding glass door. Okay. And she's fixing to open the door. And Deacon stops her. He puts his hand on her and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so again, another heart attack he's having. Oh, this poor man. He is gonna. He is gonna need some uh, paddling. Yes, I'm serious. <laughs> I wrote it in my notebook. I'm not kidding. It was like first that she goes to the restaurant and he has to let her have it for mm-hmm. that. Stop! You're like taking too many risks. Then she waltzes over the cliff house <laughs> with her wig and her fake face. <laughs> <laughs> her face is, get, is getting a little wrinkled. She might need to invest in a new one. <laughs> she might need a new face. Uh, she's fixing just waltz in there. Yeah. And he's like, uh, no. So he's like, he's, he's like, excuse me, what are you like, doing? Go home. He's yeah. like, you better. And then he gets busted because then Steffi sees him out there. So he's like, what? What the hell? So she's he- like, what are you doing? <laughs> Use the front door, buddy. <laughs> so he has to come up with a quick excuse. Oh. Right. So why he's there? Thankfully, he had talked to Finn earlier in the day at the restaurant and was expressing how you know he's happy that he's alive and and back with his family and all that. So right. he used that as an excuse. Like I just wanted to say that I'm you know happy and let you know that I'm glad that you guys are good. <sighs> and he keeps trying to remind her. Do I need to remind you that you're dead? Right. So he goes back home, and so he starts telling her off again. <laughs> And she's like, and, but I can't, I can't believe I'm never going to have a relationship with my right. son. And, and he's he, like, oh my God, why? Oh, and he's so <laughs> funny because then he was like, look, Sheila, he's like, everybody thinks that you gave some bear indigestion. And I about lost it. Oh yeah, that was great. That was so funny. He was like, you got to stop this. You are not going to have a relationship. You're, you're. You're crazy. She is. You are living in La La Land. You cannot have a relationship. And, um, well, you know, it's Sheila. Yeah. She lives in La La Land quite a bit. She does. Um, let's see. Something else that made you, uh, that made us both mad is at Eric's, Ridge calls Taylor Doc, which is unacceptable. Okay. Absolutely unacceptable. That is a pet name. That is the equivalent of him calling Brooke Logan, and I'm not going to have it. Okay? You know what? I will not allow it. You hear me? (laughs) Well, he sure enough called her Doc, and then she got all, 
I love it when you call me Doc. Like, it means, you know, I know that you're really here with me or something to that effect. And she kissed sexily. Slowly. <laughs> kisses him on the cheek. Inappropriate. Let's see, what else have I got in my notebook? <laughs> oh, oh, and then another point. Back to Sheila, just real quick. I'm going to backtrack a little. She has this delusion. Did you see the delusional daydream? Where she just, she comes out of yes. the kids' room and Finn's like, oh my goodness, mom, you're alive. And she's like, I am. And he's like, oh, I missed you so much. Yeah. I love you. You're the, I'm so happy you're alive. And and I was like, okay, Sheila. I'm like, girl, girl, that is so far from what's going to happen. That was like a seriously delusional daydream. Mm. But anyway, I just had to throw that in there because I thought it was so funny because it was like so out there. Out there. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is really what's going on in her mind. Yes. Like she really believes that this is going to happen somehow. What? I'm just, I can't understand how she thinks that that is in any way going to happen, especially after the last time she saw Finn and he was like telling her, you're nuts. Okay. I want to see my wife. You crazy. Right. Right. Like, come on, Sheila. Yeah. Okay. So we also get a conversation between Brooke and Ridge, who probably will never see eye to eye. Right. Now, they're still at odds over Thomas and Douglas thing with, you know, Hope and all of that. Um, and Brooke it, it expresses her suspicion of Taylor, that Taylor has also her motive. She does. Is to, you know, get Ridge, basically. It is. <laughs> and then, kicker, Ridge suggests, well, maybe, maybe I should just move over to Eric's. You're so concerned about Thomas and his, you know, being with Douglas and all of that. Maybe I should just move over there and keep an eye on him myself and just, you know, it would make you feel better if I'm over there keeping an eye on him. And Brooke was like, uh, no. She was like, you lost your damn mind. She's like, no. You, no, you're not moving over there. No. Not to mention, yeah. what does that say? What does that say about Thomas? That his own dad is like, maybe I should move over there so I can keep an eye on him. Like, oh, but it's only to make Brooke feel at ease. It's not because he needs to watch over Thomas. It's only to make Brooke feel at ease that someone's keeping an eye on him, right? Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is, they make my head hurt. Because I can tell you right now, if my husband was like, hey, just going to move out, still want to stay married, I'd be like, uh, no. Yeah, and she's like, no, we're, you know, we're trying to build this thing back up, aren't we? Right, and you we, just right. moved back in. We, we can't do that if you're not here. Right. And he was like, yeah, 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 you're right. That's absurd. So, yeah. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, you but know what that was. They well, keep putting that in his ear. They do. They do. And, um, but yeah, Brooke was like, no, we're not having that. So, let's see. Um, what else has happened? <laughs> so Thomas and Hope have a discussion and um yes. basically they're at an impasse because 
Hope doesn't want to give up custody of him. Like, Hope doesn't want to to say, oh, okay, just take him. You know, like, so of course, how are we going to settle this? Thomas wants him and Hope wants him. What are we going to do? Yeah, so Liam, he got a little irritated because he he was like, you have no idea when when Douglas is coming home. And she's like, "Mm, no. And he was like, why aren't you doing anything about it? And insist that he bring him home. I was like, thank you, Leah. Would you please tell her to do stand up? Uh, and he doesn't understand how Hope is like so calm where Thomas is concerned. Like, do you, you know, did you forget, you know? And she's like, I know. And then I like, especially because he's throwing out creepy vibes, mm-hmm. which she seems, um, she, she seems to feel that. Like, she's always looking a little, like, giving him the little, you know, the eye. Like, I feel like she feels in these creepy vibes. But she, yeah, is she just she, ignoring them? Yes, or? because she's trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. She, I don't know why, but Hope always does this with Thomas. She wants to believe that he's changed. And honestly, I'm mad at Hope because the minute that he said to her, this was last week or the week, the week before, the minute that he said to her, I really want to be a family with me and you and Douglas. I I really wish we could do that because I still love you. I still have feelings for you. The minute he said that, she should have got up, got up off the couch and went home. And the first thing she should have did was tell Liam. Yeah. The fact that she's keeping his little comments, because he also made another comment about uh, how happy they would be together. Something to that effect. Right. Why is she keeping these from Liam? and, And he said something to the effect of like, Unlike Liam, I'm a one-woman yep. man. Yep. And that woman is you. And like, hello, how much does he have to... Sp- He's just spelled it out for you, Hope. Like, what? Is, what are you doing? But she And just, see Liam. He feels it. He's catching on. He, he's already like, okay. Okay. This, this is, is classic yep. Thomas manipulation. Yep. This I is classic Thomas. Um, so, I, I don't know. I wrote down, maybe she just doesn't want to trigger him. Like, you know, we think she's just being naive about it or ignoring it. But maybe she's just trying to play it safe, not to send him into crazy mode. She doesn't want to cause more fighting. She doesn't want to cause trouble because every time it's always Logan versus Forrester's crap. Speaking of, Steffi is being shady again. She's planning another Forrester family dinner. To which Brooke is not invited. Surprise. Um, She's just constantly conniving to get Ridge and Taylor together. Now, Ridge did say she could come. He was like, of course you're invited. You're family. So finally, Brooke, because Steffi calls Ridge and asks him to come to the family dinner. Right. And... So he's like, oh, of course I'll come. Blah, blah, blah. So then finally, Brooke is like, so am I invited? And he's like, uh. Of you know, course. I of mean. Of course you are. Yeah. And she's your like. Family. Um, did she invite us or only you? Right. And he, and he was like, oh. Mm. So she's like, you know what? No. You know, just. It's okay. Yeah. I don't want to cause a Right. She's scene. like, I know that I'm not invited. You know, I get. Okay. 
All right. And he didn't stand up and say, no, I want you to come. You're a four-star. Yeah, that made me mad. Right? You're that my, made me you so are mad. my family. That made me so mad. You're my wife. When I'm invited, you're invited. Period. Right. So, anyway, so he, of course, Ridge doesn't stand up and, and say, you know. He never says anything. Um, Which, also on that note. Annoying. Thomas calls Hope. Right. And invites her. Because I want you to come see how happy, great, wonderful family we are. And mm-hmm. how gr- happy Douglas is. And you know the whole spiel. Mm-hmm. To which, Liam also did not get an invitation. Yeah, I, Liam was not invited. So, you know, whatever. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't get it. I don't get why they didn't go. I, I would have went. I would have dressed up and I would have went anyway. I don't, and I would have walked right in and been like, oh, hey, I thought this was, this is a family dinner, right? Right. Um, I don't, it's, it's this whole, you were talking about the Logan versus Forrester thing. It's like they just throw fuel on the fire. It's like they act, I mean, they, I don't know how they're not supposed to be versus each other. I, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, let, so let but, me but, just tell yeah. you a side note. Uh-oh, side note. Oh, God. No one in the whole soap universe seems to remember this. Liam is actually related to Douglas. So it's not like he's just some rando guy that's with hope that's raising his, the uh, you know, Thomas's kid. Liam is, Liam and Douglas are cousins. Like, they're related. It's not like he's just some guy who, of course he cares about him. They're related. Right. Everyone seems to forget that. Okay. So, because Brooke and Liam were not invited, they had a little powwow at the cabin. And um, even if you're not a Brooke fan, a lot of the stuff she said is accurate. Like, Taylor does want her husband. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know how. Why is it okay for Taylor to behave that way? But like Brooke drunkenly kissed someone. She wasn't even sober. And she's the most horrible person that ever walked the earth. I, I don't understand. the. I, I don't understand. So basically their conversation is just, you know. What's going on? How she feels and all this stuff. And Liam's like, yeah, we're usually on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> he's usually, yeah, I mean, he's he's worried about Hope being and, yeah. manipulated by mm-hmm. Thomas. And, of course, Brooke is worried about the them manipulating Ridge right. away from her. Um, so, yeah, so they had a little, little, little meeting. Um, and I'm back at the Forrester dinner. And... Side note number two, um, I am not bashing. <laughs> yeah, I am. But I am not. <laughs> all right. I also see Steffi's point of view. Steffi, Thomas, Taylor. I Even though I don't like how they're going about it, I do see their point of view. In their mind, from their perspective, their dad is not happy with Brooke. In their opinion. And that they always have trouble and they always have fights and they always break up. And so, of course, in their mind, 
their mother is better than Brooke. So, of course, he should be with her. It's not... I see where they're coming from. Right. I just don't agree with the way they go about it. Like, you can express that once to your parent. Right. But you don't hound them. Oh, it's hounding. Like, that's insane. He loves Brooke. You want your mom to be with him even though he loves someone else? Like, you're... I don't... That's where they lose me. Right. Like, do you... I, I don't... I don't need... I don't know. Like... Because I don't want to bash them. Okay? I don't. But I, but I can't... <laughs> I cannot agree with what they're doing either. I don't agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Ridge does not help at all. No. He doesn't. He... um at the, Here we are at the dinner. Um, He proceeds to give this long speech about how wonderful the Forrester family is, which is fine. It's fine to be proud of your family and all yeah. of that. Um, about how wonderful they are and everything, but then proceeds to go into a big long speech about how wonderful Taylor is. Oh, yeah. And what a fabulous person she is and how loving She's and a how saint. This Didn't how, y'all know? She's a saint. You know. Um, no wonder that the, the kids have... I mean, he's throwing out mixed signals like nuts. You know, he carries on about Taylor like he's in love with her. I mean, he acts like he is. Right. He talks about her like he is. He touches her like he is. Right. But then he goes to Brooke, goes back home to Brooke. Which is insane. Yeah, I'm like, it is. No wonder they think he should be with, that he's in love with Taylor. Because he acts like he is. Yeah. And don't, uh, do not think that I did not notice them bashing Hope before she got there. Oh, yeah. They were not, they did not realize. Well, Thomas mentioned right before Hope showed up. Oh, by the way, I invited Hope. Um, She is Douglas's mother. Right. That's what he said. And then they proceeded to go on and, you know, talking about Hope. Bashing hope. And oh, and Steffi made them some faces and said, "Oh, well, don't be surprised if she demands to take him home." She didn't, right? So anyway, so oh, of course, so hope arrives and it's very awkward. Yeah, they treat her crappy, you know. So yeah, so there she is. So she feels like a total outsider. Yep. Um, you know, Ridge is given this fabulous Forrester speech and goes on and on about Taylor right there in front of Hope. And Taylor was. And Taylor was basically sitting in Ridge's lap. Um, you can't find an, your own chair? Get your own chair, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, and Hope got to witness all of it. Oh, yeah. She knows what's going on now. Um, At first, she thought her mom was being kind of paranoid. And she was like, Mom, you got to chill, okay? But now she's seen it for her own self like with her own eyes and now she's like oh right oh okay. like okay so maybe my mom's not being just you know paranoid paranoid or just automatically assuming that taylor is trying to do something right uh no she saw it with her own eyes um oh oh i missed a red flag alert uh-oh <laughs> here it is in my notes red flag alert Okay, so we know this is probably going to be some foreshadowing because... Oh, my gosh. This I think this was before, like... I think I know what you're going to say. Like, everybody got to the dinner. Right. I think um, little Douglas was playing and having a good time in the living room there. And on the phone, 
He had Donna. He had Donna's voice saying something. And Eric was like, what? Saying, do you want a martini? And <laughs> then Douglas pops out. Oh, it was me. So apparently Douglas has, has an app that can sample someone's voice. And then, you know, can say what you want them to say in that person's voice. Right. Just saying red flag alert. Because you know that's probably going to come into play somewhere, somehow. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if you guys watched the show I do with James, but we interviewed Matt, Matt Atkinson, who plays Thomas. And he specifically said to us, Remember, it's a soap opera. They never put anything on there for for no reason. Like everything they put on there has some kind of reason or meaning. And uh, every time something happens, I think of him telling us that because I'm like, oh, no, that's right. (laughs) It's going to be something crazy. I'm nervous about this because that's scary, right? Yeah. He yeah, could I, have, like, Thomas could t- take, like, Hope's voice and have have her saying, sure, you can have Douglas. Or they could put Taylor's voice saying, you know what they probably would do? Put Brooke's voice saying bad things about Ridge or saying she loves Bill or something crazy something. like that. So, I'm telling you, something's up with that. Yeah. Um, well, that's scary. But, um... Kind of a continuation. There there was some uh, Eric and Ridge and Finn were all having a little discussion. And they all and they all acknowledged that Brooke was not invited. Like they were having a little chit chat about I think Eric might have even asked, was Brooke okay you know, not coming or whatever. Yeah, because she could have came. Um and you know, and there and and it was like, Oh well, you know, the kids, like they're not grown ass adults. The kids, um, you know, they thought they they don't like, you know, it would be awkward to have her there or whatever, you know. It's because they want their parents back together. Okay. I'm whatever. sorry. Are you two? How old are you? Good grief. Right. And this is where I put, I put Ridge. This is where Ridge should be standing up saying, you know, I understand that that's what you want, but you're adults and you should understand that I'm married and I'm in love with Brooke. And you don't, I don't know. You don't have, How many times I gotta say you it? don't have to like Brooke, right? You don't have to hang out you with don't her have to be besties, but you do have to respect that she's my wife, right? That she that we're married, right? Um, but he doesn't, and when he does say anything to that effect, it's very lackluster. He doesn't push it very hard. They just blow right through it. They're it's, like, yeah, yeah, dad, whatever. Yeah. Um, now, let's get on with this. What When when you when you getting back with mom? Oh, yeah, it's infuriating. It's like, did you not just hear what the man said? Like, they don't care. They just blow right past any objections. And, and he doesn't, and he doesn't stand up very hard. No. And like, he doesn't push it, you know. He so. doesn't. He should, but he doesn't. Um, and I put, just as Liam should have some place of respect in there. He's been acting as the fa- as the stepfather. Right. He has. Right? He like loves him, that kid. Don't like him. Whatever. The fact is, Hope's been the mother. Liam has been the stepfather. Even if he's not, you know, Thomas has still lately right. been in the picture and being the father, which is fine. No, it's not really in my opinion, but <laughs> that's beside the point. 
you know, which great. Okay. And Tom, and I don't think Liam's ever like trying to not let Thomas be the father. Right. Just like in so many other cases, stepfathers are still an important. Right. If they're a good stepfather. They're an important role. They're important. Yeah. It's like they totally have like totally disregarded him like no no respect right i'm like if i don't know and it's so annoying because i i agree that thomas should get douglas more see that's the thing i'm not disagreeing i'm disagreeing with the way they're going about it right they have 50 50 custody i have no problem with thomas having him 50 50 with with hope he is his dad Right. What I have a problem with is that is what he says he wants, but that's not what he wants all the time. He wants full custody where he only goes and visits Hope on weekends and stuff. Like he, that's not 50-50. Right. If you want to do 50-50, that's fine. But you taking him and then just not bringing him back home, that is unacceptable. Right. That is my problem with it. And just... Another, a little side note. <laughs> side note three. Uh, Hope should be standing up for Liam as well. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know who these, uh, I, I don't know who these, you got to have a partner. If your right. partner doesn't do a better job than that, like, I, I just, it's so irritating to me because I'm like, my husband better stand up for me. Yep. And he would stand up for me. Mm-hmm. He would not let me be totally disregarded. No. You know? Mm-mm. So it's like, you know, Ridge not standing up for Brooke and Hope's not standing up for Liam. It's like, are you partners or aren't you? I'm like, I don't. Anyway. <laughs> I know. It's it's like, okay, we forgot to mention something. So rewind. Back to the conversation with Liam and Brooke, because he had a good point. What was it? Um, He's like, why is Thomas calling all the shots? And he said, the more he gets his way, the more entitled he's going to feel. That is true. So I thought that was a good point. Oh, I have one more red flag alert. Uh Uh-oh. Apparently, Uh this um, Thomas is letting his thoughts drift to hope inappropriately told you he was having a little daydream thing mm-hmm, where he was dreaming about when they kissed right so it's already like okay he's already said these questionable things to hope about you know how he's a one-woman man and it's her yeah like, okay. i mean his obsession is coming back and then he's having these thoughts about her um red flag alert Definitely, because he did have, see, it's hard to say, because he had a brain tumor, well, and bleeding on his brain, and that's why he was doing a, like, kissing mannequins and stuff like that, but way, even way before that, his obsession with Hope was just completely out of hand, so we're really not sure the timeline of, like, is he really crazy? Was it the brain tumor? Well, I think we're going to get that answer soon, aren't we? Because hmm. his obsession is coming back. Yeah. Liam is very right. His gut's telling him that that something's off and that his obsession's coming back, and he's right. Yeah. Something's up. Red flag alert. Yes. Now, Hope 
Hope did not take Douglas home. She told Liam that she was going to bring him home with her. She did not. Oh, you forgot to t- uh, talk about Taylor's speech. That's right. So, uh, so after Ridge gave his, you know, his speech. His ridiculous speech. Oh, well, Taylor couldn't be outdone, so she had to give her a little speech. Of course. And talk about how much she loves the Forrester family. She loves them so much. Oh, my goodness. How she loves them. And how she loves Ridge. All right there in front of Hope. Yeah, right in front of Hope. Rubbing on his back. How sitting almost on top of him. But she just loves him. Oh, like, yeah. Ridge what? is the best. Didn't you know? Ridge is the best. Ah. So, and then everybody's kind of getting ready to go. And, right. And Steffi and Finn, everybody's just saying their goodbyes and everything. And they're like, okay, we're, you know, mom, we're, you know, we're heading out. You know, you come in. And she was like, yeah, give me just a minute. And so she was going to talk to Ridge for another minute or whatever. And then, so then he offers, he's like, oh, I can give you a ride home. And she was like, no, I don't. Yeah. I was I was shocked by that. I was too. I was shocked that she said no. I was shocked. I think she only said no because Hope was there. Probably. I think it's the only reason. Um, but I was like, why the hell are you offering to give her a ride home? She's got a ride home. Yeah. You don't need to be giving her a ride home. Right. They go into the same damn place. Yeah. Anyway. And oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know what? <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. I love this show. I'm just going to keep saying that because what is going on, BNB? Okay, if you need to hire a historian, I'm putting my app in. Okay, <laughs> I'm putting my application in because I, you, their history is not, no, no. Number one, at this party, Ridge handed Taylor a gin and tonic, and said, here's your gin and tonic. She's an alcoholic. Why is it okay for her to drink and not Brooke then? Oh, oh, we just gonna forget history? We just gonna forget that happened? She killed somebody with her car because she was drunk. Her sister-in-law, she killed her with her car. (laughs) I mean, I don't, What? we're just gonna forget history that exists, Okay. I'm sorry. I can't have it. I don't like it. And you know what? I'm going to turn into Brooke right now. I won't allow it. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's on... Yeah, that's on the show. And Steffi's history. Every time she says all this stuff about Brooke, her history is skewed. Oh. Very skewed. Oh, Oh, I'm going to be getting into that in a little bit. Oh, we're getting into that. We're getting into that because uh, apparently... There's a whole lot of of throw rugs on the floor because, as Amanda says, oh, we we'll just sweep that under the rug. Yeah, um, we're just gonna sweep that under that she's an alcoholic and give her some gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna sweep it under the rug that um, I was uh, I slept with my husband's father, which apparently is quite happens quite a bit around there. Yeah. But it's okay for one, but not someone else. Right. Anyway, anyway we're going to head ourselves. We're going to get to it. We, oh, yeah. We full of things Pot to say. kettle. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think now, finally, now we're, we're, we're to getting the- to the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, we're on uh, Friday. We finally got some different stuff happening on Friday. Okay. Okay. Friday 
We okay, get to well, see all the Logan sisters. We did. The Logan sisters have a little chit chat. Mm-hmm. And Donna, she's happy with Eric. She was a little, you know, having a little recap there about she's happy with Eric and it feels so good this time and blah, blah, blah. Well, I know I did a post on that. You know what? I'll look. The last time I looked at the post, it was about half and half because I did a post that said Donna and Eric, yes or no. And it was about half and half. Mm. Um, like half the people said, oh, yay, I'm happy. Like, yeah. And then half the people were like, no. So I don't, I I feel like it's a very um, controversial. Mm. And of course, Brooke's worried about Taylor and Ridge. Who wouldn't be? As usual, I put. And then Katie, you know, I, I don't, I don't have anything written by Katie. She's just there for moral support. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what We're Katie's doing. We're not sure doing. what's happening with Katie. Yeah. <laughs> what did Bill say? Oh, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, Katie is um, MIA lately. Okay, so while we're still, while we're on the Logan sisters, apparently this day, Brooke and Taylor um, had a confrontation, and they talked about her campaign to take Douglas from Hope. Oh, that was, that was a good, Um, that was was the same, basically, as her campaign to take Ridge away from her. Like, she's like, I know that your ultimate goal so, don't think I don't know what's going on, basically. is So, she was kind of calling her out. <laughs> the way that she words stuff, though. Okay, this is Brooke. Brooke goes, um, I'm trying to be nice to you, <laughs> but um, apparently you're not getting it. So, let me be more direct. This little campaign to take Douglas away from his mother and his home... And uh, for you to try to take Ridge away from his wife, um, it stops today, ma'am. Oh. It stops today. <laughs> That's what I read in my notes. I was like, what? big giant today written on my notes. <laughs> and she said, it stops today. That's right. <laughs> today. That was so, I thought that was so funny because Brooke. She does do that. She does. She says them, and you're like, all right, Brooke, calm down. <laughs> She'll be like, I won't allow it. Well, you are not like the the empress, okay? <laughs> you're not the queen. Actually, she is the queen. I'm going to take that back. She is the queen. <laughs> but still, she can't be telling everybody what uh, they can and can't do. Now do you see her and Ridge ha- have some stuff in common? They think that everyone should just do what they say, right. and that's it. Well, you know. Yeah, then, so um, they had yeah. So they had their their little their yeah. little confrontation. Um, they're they're both ridiculous. Oh, um, this day is filled with some Deacon and Sheila and oh god, Sheila done lost her. <laughs> Sheila lost her damn mind. And so <laughs> Finn is visiting with his mom, his real mom, Lee. Yes. They're like having a little visit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um all of a sudden Oh, but don't like, don't don't forget. Um, you know, they're having this little how much they love each other. Of course. And then they have a whole recap, a whole flashback. Oh yeah, she goes all, all her back he- through it. Of her harrowing experience mm-hmm. with crazy Sheila. 
She's like, I done, I done drove off a bridge. I almost got set on fire. I almost drowned. I ended up in an alley. She was like going over the whole thing. Mm. She's like, but I had to survive because I had to save you from Sheila. That's right. Well, right before this, Deacon, he comes through again with these great lines. Of course. Which I, I just, I so love him so much. Um, so Sheila's sitting on the couch there looking at pictures of Finn, right? Just of obsessing is, over of pictures of Finn, right? Right. And, and Deacon comes, he's like, he sees and he's like, oh my God. He's like, you gotta stop. Yeah. He's like, you gotta stop that. You're, he's, what did he said? Um, you know how you get when yeah. you start obsessing. You know how you are. And then he goes, he said, and what scares me the most is that you still have nine toes left. <laughs> I love that. I was dying laughing. Yeah, that and was she, the best. And the best was she starts smiling. Yeah. Like, that's a good one. Yeah. She's like, like smiling like, you know what? I like, do have nine more toes. <laughs> she's like, you know, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Her face looked like, you know what? I do have nine more and I won't. <laughs> I won't think twice about cutting another one off. <laughs> I'm making it fine with, with <laughs> like I'll make it even. Uh, Poor Deacon though. So he's like he tries to have a dang heart attack. He tries to get Sheila to stay put while he's at work. He's like, I gotta go to work. <laughs> he's like, stay, please, <laughs> please, just stay. And then he picks up his cell phone and flashes it as he's heading out the door. And right. I was dying laughing because he was like, the look, his face was like, see this? I got my phone. <laughs> he was like shaking it yeah. and he heads out the door. I was like, oh my gosh, it's funny. So he's like, there's no need for you to leave. I have my cell phone. Everything's fine. You stay here. And she goes, after he walks out, she's like, no. What did she say? She's <laughs> like, oh, sure. She said something like, not going to happen. Yeah. You know, like, okay, sure. Bye, hon. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, like, not going to happen. Okay, so now back at the Cliff House, where Lee and Finn are having their little heart-to-heart. Right, right. <sighs> Imagine whose little face shows up at the window. Yeah. <laughs> this is who's what little, killed me. Whose little wrinkled sad face. Yeah, that, that, I'm telling you what, that she needs she gonna have to get a new face because it's starting to get wrinkly. So I could not believe that she was okay, so Finn is hugging his mom Lee. Lee is facing the sliding glass door. But she you know how when you hug somebody and you close your eyes and hug them real hard? That's what she was doing. And I was like, uh, what do you, what, all of a sudden I see red hair and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, she, oh no, oh no. Sure enough, there she is pressed up to the glass again. I'm like, oh no, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my, not again. Well, um, well, she didn't stop there. No. Right. So. Lee leaves. <coughs> the baby starts crying. Um, well, Finn gets a call. Yeah, from, from work. work. And he's like, oh, well, hold on. My computer's in the other room. So he puts the baby in the little pack and play yeah. in the living room. <laughs> and he goes in the other room. And he's yeah. answering, taking this call about a patient. Yeah, you know how he is. He's busy doctor. You doctor, know. doctor stuff. Doctors doing doctor stuff. <laughs> she... Oh, my God. Why do they not lock doors? She walks herself right up in there, 
Right into the house. Right in the house with Finn right in the next room. Mm-hmm. And she starts just like, you know, hey, baby. Like, petting on his little head. Talking to him. And she's like, I'm your grandma. <laughs> I'm your grandma. I love you so much. Did you miss me? I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So she's in the room with baby Hayes. And she is just loving it. She picks him up. She picks him up, guys. I was like, surely she's not going to pick him up. Oh, she picks Like, he could come out of the room at any second. Oh, no. What you going to (laughs) say? She picks him up. And she's hugging him. And it's a very, all right. And then it's a very dramatic scene. Because you you see her holding the baby. And she starts looking at the back door. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, snap. I just knew she was going to take that baby. I was like, she's about to run with oh, that baby. She's thinking about it. She was serious. She was thinking about it. She was. And then you see, next thing you see, Finn come out the door. And she's gone. She's gone, but the baby's still there. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> oh, the baby's there. It's cool. I was like, <laughs> Oh, she okay. She didn't do it this time. I want. I actually want her to kidnap the baby. I think it would be really fun, like a really fun story if she kidnapped the baby. If she kidnaps the baby and takes it to Deacon's house, he's a goner. Oh yeah. No amount of. I don't care how many oh, times yeah. you shocked him with. <laughs> I don't care how many times you paddled him. He'd be a goner. He would literally walk in and just pass out. <laughs> He would be done for. <laughs> she'd be like, oh no. <laughs> and she probably would be fine. She'd probably just step right over his dead body. Probably. <clears throat> it, I was stunned by that. And then, um, I think that's all, isn't it? That was pretty much the end of that week. That was the yeah. week, um, you know. Yeah, that was the end of that week. It ended <laughs> with uh, Brooke and Taylor's uh, fighting. <laughs> And Sheila almost stealing a baby. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to week two. September 12th through the 16th. And some of this kind of blends in together. So, like, some of what happened on Friday is also some of it on Monday. We pretty much covered the Sheila thing. So, she got out. She didn't get caught. We're not going to really go over that again. But we do get... Some confrontations. We we have a a fight between Brooke and Taylor. Right. And we also have a fight between Thomas and Liam. I guess if you want to call it a fight. It's more of a confrontation. Right. And um, then Sheila. Oh, God. Sheila. Sheila's just going nuts, as usual. So, what you want to start with? So, Brooke and Taylor were having their... They were having their confrontation, which was at the end of last week, but continued on into Monday. Their normal, yeah, always you know, fighting. It's just back and forth. <laughs> and, you know, it's the same, a lot yeah. of the same stuff that they're always going back and forth on. And, um, but one tidbit that is important yeah, to note. There was, was a nugget in there. Right. Was that Taylor brought up that Thomas wasn't exactly in his right mind when he signed the adoption papers. So that's. Maybe that should have been a little red flag alert in my notebook. <laughs> well, it's definitely an alert. Because it could be, um, yeah, she's bringing up, like, 
that if he wasn't in his right mind to sign the adoption papers, you know. You can't. I don't know if she's going is, like, maybe they might challenge the legality of yeah. it. Or, you know, yeah. it might go down that road. Yeah, because you can't so, sign a contract or legal paperwork if you're not in your right mind. Like, if you're not completely... Of sound mind. Right. You can't, you can't sign legal documents. So they have a very good point. That, I was like, oh, crap. And what triggered it was Brooks said, wow. Because Taylor was kind of making it seem like, um, oh, you know, we're thankful for Hope, but we're going to take it over now. You know, like, basically, like, minimizing Hope's role. And Brooks said, I'm sorry, but she is his adoptive mother. She has the same legal rights as Thomas. Equal. Right. And that's when she said, Oh, you know what? I don't know why he signed those papers. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Right. So that was definitely a little um, red flag. A little something (laughs) to pay attention to. Because if this goes down the path, and which I think we probably all know eventually it is, that may be something that comes into play. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And you all know, they're, they're always and forever will be on two different sides. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. And at the Forrester Mansion, (sighs) Liam goes to Eric's house, okay? He lets himself in, apparently, (laughs) because Thomas comes in from the pool, and here comes Liam bebopping down the stairs. (laughs) And I'm like, um, uh, okay, hi? (laughs) That was weird, but hi? So Liam says, I came to get Douglas. And and Thomas is like, he's not here. And he's like, well, I'll wait. And then Thomas is like, well, suit yourself. But he has plans later. He has a friend coming over for like, have a little cookout. And Liam's like, oh, okay. 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 He's like, I see how this is going to go. <laughs> right. He's always going to be having something to do. He's right. always going to have plans. Right. When it's time for us to come get him. Right. That we just couldn't break his little heart and cancel anything. Right. You know. It's always something. He's always going to, right. It's painting. Yeah. And it's the Forrester dinner. And now it's, they're painting rocks. Yeah. So Liam's like, okay, I see how this is. Apparently, he's got a full schedule. So he can't fit me in anywhere. But, um. And Thomas does say, I think, I don't think you're here. You're not just here because of Douglas. Like, you're here because of Hope. Uh, duh. Because, you know, we forgot to mention. We did. That Hope left that party. That's right. She left that party, forced her dinner, whatever, went home and literally cried her eyes out. tears. Like, cried her eyes. I was crying. Like, I teared up because she was bawling her eyes out. I can't believe we forgot to bring that up. We we brought that up off camera. Off. Off camera? (laughs) (laughs) Off, uh, uh, off recording? (laughs) On pause? Because, yeah, we had a nice conversation about that. On pause. I can't believe we forgot to bring that up. Me Because it was, um... And he was just like, oh my God, like what happened? And she's just like, "It, I can't, I don't know what to do. Right. She was crying. She's she like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to just rip him out. He's having so much fun. She's like, it's not Thomas. It's Douglas. Right. Like he doesn't want to leave. 
And I don't feel like it was the right thing to do to just rip him away at that moment. She's like, it just what it didn't feel like the right thing to do. Right. So she's con- super conflicted. Right. And Liam's like, okay, enough's enough. She came home bawling, crying. I'm going to go get him. I'm going to just go over there myself <laughs> and get Douglas, right? Yeah. He didn't. Which is why he bebopped in, went upstairs, mm-hmm. did his own thing because he was in, thank you, Liam, protective partner mode. Yes, he was. He was like, you done made my woman cry. Yeah, he's like, now I've had enough. Now I'm, I'm <laughs> this is, I'm, I got, I'm putting my, my boots on. I'm getting over there. Yeah, right? I'm going to go over there myself. Um, Yeah. So Liam is right in the fact that Thomas is starting to revert back to the way he was. Like, he's starting to have feelings for Hope again. He's starting to think about her. This is how it starts. Right, he's having this this flashback. It starts out little. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing that happened last time. Douglas just fell in love with Hope. They just... They click. He just gravitated towards her. And I, I believe he said something along the lines of, like, I wish you were my mom or whatever. And it just started out, like innocent but then before you know it thomas is doing all of these underhanded things to try to get hope away from liam right huh kind of like what Steffi's doing (laughs) runs in the family don't it yeah i was trying to think if there was any other important uh nuggets in that fight well liam had so i i thought he had a a good point i mean he was he told thomas that douglas should exist in both homes. Right. Like, he's not trying to exclusively take Douglas away from him. Right. Right? Because Thomas keeps saying, you know, like, they're trying to take him away from him. And I'm like, that's never been the case. Right. And so Liam was, you know, saying he should be in both homes. Like, you know? Um, That he doesn't want to take him exclusively away from Thomas. But that's what he's doing to hope. Right. And, um... And then he threw in that, you know, maybe he should really, like, check his motives for why he's doing this um, and just make sure that his obsession with hope isn't flaring up again. Um, and he said, you're the only one. Like, we, you're the only one who knows if that's happening or not. Right. He's like, you have to be the one to examine that. Yeah. You need to think about that. And he's like, you know what happens. Right. You know what happens when you lose control. Right. And he's like, I just want to be sure that you're not getting this, this like, vision of, like, you, Hope, and Douglas being this little happy family unit. Right. You know, he's like, you know, and to that point, like... Why are you inviting hope and not me? But I'm not invited. Right. So what is your, you know, what would you really need to stop and think like about? Like what's your it? agenda? Right. And um, trying to get him to look at what his motives are. Um, and then he says, and I'm going to tell you, this time I'm not just going to stand by and watch it happen. Right. So just, I'm just you need to think about it now. Like because, heads up. Right. <laughs> because he's um he's like, you're not gonna stand by and wait for Thomas to lose control again. Because that's what he was doing. He was using Douglas. So he Liam didn't want Hope to lose Douglas. So he did allow a lot of stuff to go on that he shouldn't have. And it ended up they ended up breaking up and everything because he was so concerned about Hope losing 
Douglas that he let all of these things happen. So I get where he's coming from. I right. He's got to put his foot down this time. Right. So that was, to me, that was the most interesting, you know, parts of what, you know, happened with their little talk. Right. Their little powwow. And, oh my God. Just uh, one little tidbit. When Sheila left, okay, I just forgot to mention this. When Sheila left and Finn came out, he noticed two things. The toy was on the floor and it wasn't there before. So he was like, huh, okay, let it go. Then he noticed the sliding glass door was open. Yeah. And he was like, huh, that's weird. Mm -hmm. So then he goes to the door, he closed the door and I'm like, girl, like you gonna get caught. Yeah. You gonna get caught. Like, you gotta stop. We'll see. And this is to our point from the very, very beginning when Amanda's husband, Joe, went outside <laughs> and the ring doorbell went off. <laughs> right. Um, Like, eight hours ago. <laughs> like, you know these people are rich. How did they not have video security or ring cameras or anything? Like, you got um, uh, Liam's waltzing in. The Forrester Mansion. Yeah. And you got, um, who else waltzed in last week? Um, somebody waltzed in. Oh, they always do. They oh, never yeah. lock their door. Oh, yeah. Well, Sheila, she's creeping all up around that yeah. house. How you about you me, lock your door? You tell <laughs> me that clipped out house don't have no no security. Right. Cameras. Come I'm, on You now. know what? I'm not rich and I have a ring doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. She's not even a celebrity. Right. Anyway, just a little side note, they should get some ring doorbells or some security cameras or something. And since uh, we're talking about Sheila, Deacon honestly feels sorry for he her. He does. And that was a really nice, that was a kind of a touching scene. It was. Because he was kind of feeling for her. Like, he sees that she, in her own twisted he way. get it. Like, that she's hurting. Right. You know, as crazy as she is. She is hurting because mm -hmm. it's her son and grandson. I mean, his most important thing to him is hope. Right. So he gets it. He's like, oh, I get it. I, I came here to try to be with my daughter. Right. Like, and, I get right. it. And that he's not a saint. Not at all. Right. He's he's gets that you, you're trying to have a relationship with your child when you're you've had a rough. When they don't really have much faith or trust in. Right. Like, he, he can relate and he was trying to be supportive as supportive as he can right and them two have chemistry he's trying to keep her crazy in check yeah did you see they all they all wrapped up around yeah, each other all had her arm all up on his leg yeah they were all <laughs> twisted up together and oh, i yeah. was like oh okay and he gave her a sweet kiss he's trying to keep her in reality trying mm -hmm. to keep her grounded a little he's trying to help her and he did they had a sweet kiss yeah. and he's like oh i'm off to work and you know and he's like do not leave this apartment <laughs> but it's all to no avail because she's still trying to come up with some way she's like oh where there's a will there's a way uh to see finn and Hayes. because he said you have to accept that you cannot see them. Right. It's like, like you it's, have to right. because you are dead. Right. He's like, you don't, you can't see them anymore. Like, and it's the price you pay for your freedom. Right. So you can either be free and not have a relationship or 
you can try to have a relationship from behind bars. Right. I mean, it. I mean, yeah. you know, he's like, those are your options. It I is. don't know what else I can tell you, but anyway. Anyway, it, it was... It was a sweet moment. I, I feel sorry for him because he's trying to help her and it's gonna get him in oh, trouble. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be good for, it's gonna it's not gonna be good for him. No, like, no way. It's gonna end badly because yes. hope this is exactly what everyone's been telling her. And what everyone's waiting for. Yeah, you can't trust him. He right. always messes up and she's like, I'm giving him a chance. Well, the sad part is he's trying to do, he's doing a good thing, but it's a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's, I'm very conflicted by this. I'm not going to lie. I'm very conflicted by it. Now over to the cliff house where Steffi and Finn, this has happened multiple times. Steffi and Finn keep having these romantic moments and Taylor keeps interrupting them. And um, Jill brought up a good point that... This could, maybe this is like leading into something else. I didn't even think of it, but it's a really good point that you had. Well, it just occurred to me that, it, could this be the start of how maybe Taylor should go, should move in over at the Forrester Mansion to help Douglas and Tom, you know, to help Douglas with Thomas and all of that. And right? to give them their Right, and give space. them their privacy. Yeah. And Taylor needs his mom at this, you know, I mean, she could be helpful and spend time with the grandson and all that stuff. See, I didn't even think of right. that, but that is a good point. So, this, you know, are they aiming for that? Because th- there's that. And then that leads into what Thomas wants. Yes. So then Thomas goes to Ridge and has this whole spiel. Yeah, at Forrester. Oh, by the way, Paris is modeling all the dresses, which I really like because we don't get any fashion shows. So at least we get some fashion. Yes. She's been looking amazing. I've loved every dress that she's been in. She's gorgeous. Like, um... She's gorgeous. Her skin is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I love her skin. My daughter was like, oh, who's she? She's pretty. <laughs> She's like, oh, I like her. Because in the in the beginning, when they do the music and stuff, and she has mm-hmm. pink hair. Yeah. My daughter has some pink hair. Maybe she's partial to pink hair, but she was like, oh, I like her with the pink hair. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. She like, is very yeah. pretty. So, anyway... So, but yeah, she's, she's getting some, to model. Yeah. Because apparently the models are sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, oh, I'm confused. I don't know if her and Zenday are together or not. That's on the back burner. Right, we right. don't know. We don't. They haven't told us yet. They're a little touchy. But, well, you know. So, <laughs> I, know, I know I interrupted you, but my, my point was Thomas decides to start spewing his mess. And, but what made me mad was he did it in front of Zenday and Paris. And, like, Zenday, okay, Zenday's their cousin. He lives there, too, like, at at the at Eric's. But don't do that in front of Paris. Like, Paris is an employee. She's not family. She's not related. She, I don't even think she's dating anyone. I mean, I don't know. I said they're on the back burner. I don't know. Right. But, like, that's inappropriate. You're talking about your boss, his wife. His ex-wife. Like, it's just family stuff. I just didn't... Yeah, I thought it was pretty tacky. That's private. To just be talking about it, just like it, you know... Because he's talking smack about Brooke. 
And he's saying how um, he won't, oh, his dad should move in to the Forrester mansion. And what did he say? Four generations under one oh, roof. Oh, yeah. He had this whole spiel. There were several um, several occasions where, where Paris has been doing, her, him, Zenday and Paris have been doing the model. And he's designing. And they're showing Ridge and whatever. So there were a couple of different scenes of that. Right. And her hair was different. I loved both of them. Yeah. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. One of them, she had long hair. One of them, she had short hair. Yeah. But the scene I was talking about, I'm not sure. I think they might have already left the room for this particular scene. Yeah, th- he started saying stuff. And then they were like, eh. I think they even got uncomfortable. Right, but like, this was, that, was later in the, that was later in the week when they had that moment. This is when Thomas makes a pitch for Ridge to move into the Forrester Mansion. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. So... He's trying to get him, you know, telling him all that you should spend, you could spend more time with your grandson. You could tell him all about the Forester history. You could. You don't got to live there to do that. Imagine four generations under one roof. Wouldn't that be amazing? And and Ridge didn't really go for it. Ridge was like, no, He, he actually said, you know, I'm married and most people kind of frown on not living with their wife. Right. So, no, I'm not. Don't think that would be... He's like, I would love to... You know, I'm going to come and spend time. Yeah. All of that. So, surprisingly, he did say, no, 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 no. But it was thrown out there. So, now we got somebody... Now we got this little thing where Taylor might be needing somewhere to go. And then you got them hounding on Ridge about... You should just come... And I think later in the week, Steffi also says, you should just go move in at Granddad's house. Right, so now they're on him about that he should go move over there. So I don't, I'm just saying, I was just a, you know, it could be totally not going down that path. But I just thought it was interesting that why do they keep making it a point for Taylor to be interrupting? And it's all awkward. And I just feel like eventually it's because she's going to be like, I need to get find my own place because y'all need your privacy. She does need to find her own place. Um. So yeah, anyway, that was my thing on that. I I don't know. I'm going crazy with everybody saying, like, I, I like Taylor, okay? I like Taylor. I, I know y'all are like, you probably think I don't, but I do. I actually like Taylor, but I don't like, I just don't like her. Don't be second. You know what I mean? Like, you're too pretty, and you're too sweet, and you're too good to be someone's second choice. I will never be someone's second choice. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. No. You know what? That would drive me insane. I would always think that he's thinking about her. You know, like, I just don't understand their obsession with wanting their mom with a ridge. Because he says over and over, I'm in love with Brooke. I love your mom. I'm in love with Brooke. There's a big difference. He's never said, I'm in love with Taylor. He said, I love Taylor. He never said, I'm in love with Taylor. It's a big difference. But the problem is, his actions do not reflect that. Yeah. His actions reflect... A very confused person. Like, he's... Insane, really. (laughs) Definitely. Like, and to be honest with you, I feel like he acts like he's more in love with Taylor. Like the 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 physicality and the 
the um the little smiles and the and the little eyes and the is like he's it's way more with Taylor. It's like with Brooke is um I don't know, it's not the same. And I don't and I don't I'm not that experienced with all of their ins and outs of their relationships, but the way it's being portrayed right now. Right. He's looking like I don't know if it's the lust. I mean, I don't know if it's just a sexual a, a thing or right. but he his actions are saying something totally different. I know. And if Brooke saw this, she would be devastated. So I don't I'm glad don't Hope saw it. Speaking of Hope and Brooke, they have an interesting conversation. They they know um that Taylor, Steffi, and Thomas, they both acknowledge that they are making a concerted effort to influence Ridge. Oh yeah. And to to get Ridge away from her, from Brooke, and into with Taylor. So um I'm I'm glad that they see what's going on. I don't know if it's gonna help, but I'm glad they see it. Yeah, so Hope was telling her mother, you have your right to be concerned about it, and you should be. But she didn't tell her she didn't. everything because she was afraid she would react right. and do something crazy right. to make things worse. So she just told her, just, you know, you're not wrong. Right. Um, and, and then Brooke, you know, takes a moment to tell, you know, urge Hope that she needs to get Douglas back. And Hope is really... Conflicted. She, yeah. And she just, she knows it's going to cause a whole bunch of hell. And, and she just Brooke is, did say, don't, don't base your actions on my marriage. Like, don't worry about my marriage. You need to do what's right for Douglas. Right. And Hope's like, oh, see what had happened was <laughs> I have already messed up your marriage once. Recently, I don't want to do that again. Right. She's so. trying to say in a nice way, I think, you know how Ridge is. So... <laughs> You know, like, I think she's trying to say that in a nice way, though. Right. Right. <laughs> so, Ridge is at work, because we're going to go to Forrester now. Ridge is at work. He's sitting at his desk by himself, and he is literally thinking about Brooke and their reunion at the fountain and the roses and how happy they are and all this stuff, <laughs> right? But then he turns right around the same the same breath. Or the same thought and starts thinking about Taylor and then his kiss with her and all this stuff. He's obviously conflicted. Yes. And um, that's a problem. So guess who walks in? Steffi. And did, did we, didn't we already say this? Guess what she says? Big shocker. <laughs> you need to be with mom, not Brooke. Yeah. And so we're not going to hash all Time's that Time's like again 20. Because <laughs> it is like a broken record. It is. She goes over it, and she just keeps on. And, and on. he even gets irritated. And he yeah. finally is like, wow, like, Brooke is my wife. Yeah. He told her to stop going after, and I quote, the woman he loves. Thank you. Um, but it, it's like, it's, it's, it's like they don't even hear it. It just, they yeah. don't, they just blow right through yeah, it, it's like amazing. we said earlier. And so they act like they know his feelings better than he does. They just, you know, like whatever. So she's just going on and yes. on, and in the stuff she's saying, and he he says, "Look, I get it. You're trying to be a good daughter. You're trying to take up for your mom. Like I get it, but I don't like like I don't want you bashing Brooke. You know, like 
I get that you're trying to be a good daughter. I appreciate that, but enough. Right. But the problem is he doesn't go far enough. He right. says it, and then they keep doing it, right. and he doesn't... Right. Like, he needs to put his foot down. And we keep saying this, so we probably sound like a broken record, too. Right. But, anyway. <laughs> he just... I wish he would put his foot down and say, enough. Either him or Taylor. Somebody put a foot down. <laughs> God, They might have to put all four feet down <laughs> to get them two to shut up. It's like they never stop. Oh, my God. Oh, and... Oh, get this. Steffi's doing this, right? To Ridge. And Thomas is over at the Cliff House bringing Taylor a shake so that he can do the same thing to her. Yeah. Like, okay, we browbeat dad. Now we're going to go browbeat mom. And then um, then we'll switch. I'll go browbeat dad and you browbeat mom. Like, what? Are you? Yeah. What is wrong with you like, people? Do, it's like, do they not? It's like they don't have their own lives. Like, Steffi didn't just get her husband back and her own family. And she is so caught up and wrapped up in this other thing. <laughs> right. I'm like, shouldn't you be spent? Like, <laughs> go home. It's like, go be with your husband that almost died. Who's probably traumatized. Like, what? What are you doing? Do you not have a life? Thomas has got Douglas. He wants to spend all this time with Douglas. He's spending half his time manipulating Rich. Yeah. Like, to get a life. Right? Oh, he's got to have Douglas, but um, where's Douglas? Because he uh, Thomas don't seem to be with him. Hey. Okay. Uh, just a <sighs> side note Lord. on that. I did write in my notes. Uh-oh. That, um... Thomas appears to be using Douglas as an excuse to get Ridge with Brooke. Because what did he say when he asked Ridge to move in? Right? But look at all this time you can spend with Douglas. Mm -hmm. Douglas. Douglas. You can eat cereal with Douglas and watch cartoons on Saturday mornings or whatever. The That's hell your job. You're his dad. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't, uh, you know, it's like, I don't care what you say. He's using Douglas to manipulate Ridge, or he's attempting to. Oh, here I said it. Yeah, he's got an agenda, guys. <laughs> like, come on. He definitely has an agenda. Um, all right. Let's go to the cabin. Yes. Because Liam and Hope, they, have, they a, have a talk. They have an interesting talk. And I was like, yes, finally, somebody to back Brooke up. I know. Y'all are so tired of me talking about how I love Brooke. But... <laughs> I don't feel she has a lot of backup. Like, Taylor has Thomas and Steffi and now Finn and Ridge. Like, I don't feel like Brooke has a lot of backup. Right. You know, like, she doesn't have... they. Oh, and by the way, they have a child together. So, all this crap about... But he has kids with my mom. And um, they have a family. Well, he also has a, a child with Brooke. He's at boarding school. His name is RJ. And he's adorable. So, like, they have a child together, too. Who's still of school age. He's in high school. Like, I'm I'm sorry, what? Like, but, but for some reason, Brooke doesn't even matter. Like, I don't get it. He has, like, you're grown. You are grown-ass kid. You're grown. That RJ is a child. Like, I don't... What is wrong with you? Because it's starting to get crazy to me. Well, and you made a good point when we were on pause. 
<laughs> we have to pause it a lot. I'll just be honest. It's my fault because um, I did not have time to do my notes proper. So we're like oh, she's, all over the oh, place yeah. today. She's all over the place. <laughs> I have I'm barely my, had time to watch um, excuse it. Me, my notes are nice and organized they in are. my handy dandy notebook. They are. They are. And mine are just like all over the place. <laughs> Because I you, always... You know what? You need to buy yourself one of these nice new... <laughs> you need a viral merch, You bitch. need to buy your... <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't exactly put it that way, but... Of course not. Since you did... Um... Oh, she's like, oh, since you did, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. What were we saying? So, Hope and Liam's conversation was interesting. I loved the stuff that Hope was telling him because she straight said... We have a problem. Uh, my mom is right. I didn't want to tell her everything because you know how she is. She might do something crazy, but um, she's very much right. Yeah. Taylor was all over Ridge. She basically was sitting in his lap. Steffi is nonstop about how her mom and dad are perfect together and all this stuff. She's like, wow, my mom was right. Yeah. She's like, they definitely have an agenda. For sure. And I was um, like, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> and um, Liam is scared that Thomas is getting into Hope's head. Yeah. All his his alarm bells are going off. And, and he's he's not wrong. <clears throat> That's the thing. He's not wrong. Weird things have been happening. He's like, he, he really wants her to bring Douglas home, but she's hesitant. Because she knows and, it's going to start a war. Yeah. And so, anyway, but she tells him... Just trust me. Just trust me. And the way she said it made me think, does she have some sort of plan up her sleeve? I mean, maybe I'm reading into it. Totally possible. But we all assume that she's so that she's naive and she's, you know, maybe she's got a play. I mean, maybe, maybe she's got something in the works in her own little mind. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know. She Maybe not. But he's just worried. That Thomas might be getting in her head. She tells Liam to trust her. And then she she tells she him. She fills him in on that, you know, that all the stuff about Taylor and all and, the stuff that happened yeah. at the party and how she was practically in, in his lap and all this stuff. And then she's like, and it has to stop. And he's like, uh-oh. He gets that look like, uh-oh. And she's like, I'm going to go have a friendly chat with Steffi. And she grabs her purse <laughs> and she storms out. <laughs> yeah. And Liam's face is like, oh, crap. Oh, snap. Yeah, he's like. She done grabbed her purse. He's like, this ain't going to be good. So Hope is on her way to Forrester. Steffi is pushing Ridge to go talk to Taylor. So he he leaves and apparently he has to do what they say. I don't know because that's what he does. He leaves and goes to Taylor. (laughs) And then Thomas walks in and they start bashing Brooke. Big shocker. Yeah. Big shocker. Mom and dad should be together. Brooke's evil. Brooke's evil. Brooke's evil. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And apparently, you know, apparently Stephanie, Steph, Steph, Steffi, her name is Stephanie, actually, has amnesia about her mother's past, about her own past. So apparently, you know. I can't, I can't handle Whatever. it. I cannot. Anyway, you know it's, what? It's them throw rugs. Ooh. Throw them out. You know what? <laughs> they throw them out like beads at Mardi Gras. Yeah. Pew, pew. They Just are. Just sweep that stuff right up under the rug. They are because I don't, 
understand. Taylor literally shot Bill recently. Like, the crazy Thomas has, it's from (laughs) Taylor. Like, I don't... She left and came back a completely different person, so we're just supposed to forget that she shot Bill and almost killed him? Yes. Under the rug. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Rug. (sighs) So, I did think it was funny, though, when... Hope walked in. Thomas was so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. He was trying. <laughs> he was so uncomfortable. To, he was like, um, uh, like, skirt around. Like, uh, we wasn't just bashing your mom exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. He was trying to do a little, little tap dance around. Oh, yeah. What because, was happening. you know why? Guess what? He's obsessed with Hope and he doesn't want Hope mad at him. I guess, oh, sweep that under the rug, too. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so she. Steffi, you know, is on her rant, and then she tells her, when are you just gonna, you know, wh- why do you, when are you gonna stop defending your mother? Like, you know, like, never? Like, what are you talking about? It's her mother. Right. Of course she's gonna take up for her mom. Like, come on. And then Hope's, Hope, her point is that they should just all stay out of it. Thank you, Hope. Like, and she did say, you got a lot of nerve judging my mom. And I wanted her to keep going, but she stopped. Because yeah. I was like, you do, you know how much, she has a lot of nerve. She was with Liam. Steffi was with Liam. Also with his dad. Also with his brother. Stop. Yeah. I can't believe she had the nerve to say all that about oh, yeah. Brooke. She, like, she, stop. She is throwing some what is that saying? She is throwing some stones in a glass house. Yes. Big time. But, um, so Hope was like, you know. <laughs> she was like, um, do not judge my mom. She was like getting so much. She's, She's like, like, it's oh, Ridge. No. It is Ridge and Brooke and Taylor's decision to make. Right. And it's not their place to choose for them. But Stephanie's, I want to keep saying Steffi. <laughs> Stephanie. Steffi is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. Um, Steffi is like, whatever. I'm button all the way up in there, right? So, I don't know. I think Hope was saying, like, I think she even said, like, I'm basically, I'm not going to sit by and, and, and just, I'm not just going to sit by idly and just watch you undermine my mom's marriage. Like, I'm not, I'm not just going to sit right. by and just watch you do it, do that to my mom. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. And then, for the record, she said, for the record. You're not going to sit there and do this to my mom. And Thomas's face was like, oh, no. Yeah, like, Thomas split Bill out of he's there. He's like, you know what? He's like, oh, I think somebody calling my name. <laughs> he's like, oh, dang, I forgot about that meeting I got to get to. <laughs> I'll, I'll see y'all later. He's like, I got, you know what? I got a meeting. <laughs> I can't believe, I, you know what? I can't believe I forgot. All right. So now, shall we tackle... Who else needs a ring doorbell or a, a, a video camera or something? Brooke. Because who, who shows up at her door that she just goes and answers, not knowing who's behind the door? The Vortex. The one and only. <laughs> um, just, just for context. Okay, just for context. As this is happening, okay, as Vortex is at her door, right? <laughs> I got real nervous. But as he's at her door... Ridge is literally over at the cliff house at Steffi's house. Yes. Literally saying to uh, Taylor how he loves her and calling her Doc and saying how 
the kiss was more than than it than than a you know just a kiss and they have feelings and yes what and then okay. she says to him okay so you're just gonna um you ready to leave Brooke now okay so we're gonna talk about them first I'm sorry what okay we're gonna talk about them first and we're gonna come back Bill is at the door oh y'all just yeah y'all just cliff hang on to that yeah. for a second we're gonna go ahead and talk about Taylor and. Yeah. And Ridge. Because, because it, uh-uh. he went over there uh-uh. Uh-uh. and does all those things that Amanda just, just said. And they're so close to each other. They're like, my husband would be dead. He wouldn't even have eyeballs in his head. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh-uh. Why are you so close? They are so close. COVID. Back it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah. Like who's like who stands that close anyway to have a conversation? They're like they're close enough to know whether they need a breath mint. Or yeah, not. like his spit in their face. <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. So they have this whole heart to heart, right? And he does. He says that he loves her, and she's like, "I know, and you know." And so, what are we doing? Why, you know? Yeah, she's like, "Why did you come here?" I actually kind of felt sorry for her because she even said. Why did you come here and tell me this then? Right. I'm confused. And she was like, are you going to leave Brooke? Are you, you know, is this the beginning of something? Yeah, like, why are you doing this? And then she goes on to her, makes her pitch how Brooke only causes him anxiety. Brooke only causes him unhappy. But she's his, and he said that Taylor is his calm. Taylor is his, like, I don't know. His happy place? Uh, his, his, that's the reason to be with someone. Not because you're in love with them, but because you're you're a human Valium. Is that is that the name of the nerve pill? Valium? <laughs> you're a human Valium. You're a human flexoreal well, muscle relaxer. Well, she said, actually, that she's a human melatonin or lavender. Oh, my gosh. She did. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason to be with somebody. You know what? I don't love you. Like, I'm not in love with you. I love her more. But you are my lavender. So, um, yeah. I she, guess I'll be with you. She keeps telling, you know, and she's like, well, the problem is you're in love with two women. That is so the we problem. we know that you're in love with two women, but... That's a problem. Um, but she keeps telling him he's not happy with Brooke. Like, he's just not happy with her. But how do you so know why, his feelings? So why don't he just just not waste his time with that and come and be where he's happy, where he's joyful, where he's calm, where he's whatever. So she makes her pitch. Um, and he never actually answers. He never actually says... Any sort of answer whatsoever. That's why I'm frustrated with Taylor because she deserves more than that. Like she's like on her knees, like, like hang- begging for a crumb. Yeah, from like him. hanging on for whatever you know. Like, and I can't, I can't. Like, what? Why? Yeah. I, I actually like Taylor. Like, why? And I gotta tell you, I, I kind of agree with her. Like from what I've seen, like I was saying earlier, he's acts like he's more happy when he's with all of them. And he acts like he's more, you know, like he's enjoying himself and he's whatever. And it Brooke, with Brooke, it's, it's he's not, it, it, it. but I, I got my little commentary. Um, <laughs> I put, but he chooses to be unhappy around Brooke. Well, he's guilty. Because he says he forgives and accepts her and he knows who she is and all of that business, but apparently not. Like, apparently, he doesn't really forgive her, and he doesn't really... I mean, he's... And on some level, he is not 
all in, you know, like, I, I don't know. I'm like, and that's I, why I he's, that's guilt. why he's always in this, always in this state of anxiety and unhappiness because he can't let it go. He can't, he says that he forgives her for this stuff, but it always is thrown up in her face. It's always brought up. It's always there. Right. You can't have a relationship like that. No. Either, you have to let it go or not. It's forgiveness is letting it go. Right. And if it's something you're going to bring up, I mean, I, I see why he seems in a state of anxiety or unhappiness when he's around her. Mm-hmm. But it's his choice. He has to choose to truly forgive her. Right. So that they can move on. I don't know if he can. I don't I mean, know. that's just my two cents on that. But But I think it's also guilt. He doesn't feel guilty when he's around Taylor because he has no real, like, he hasn't made any kind of commitment to her. So there's no guilt there. So he goes there and he's happy. It's like when a kid goes to dad's or mom's for the weekend. It's all fun because they're not the parent that makes you do homework and makes you go to school and make you know what I mean right like it's all there's no guilt like he's over there he's having a blast then he goes home and he's like dang I I I love Brooke and she's looking at me with that with those eyes and now I feel like a horrible guilt guilty person like I feel guilty and I think that's his anxiety is himself stop going over there and kissing all over (laughs) Taylor and then you won't feel guilty right I think that's a part of it. Like, bring your wife to these functions. Like, tell your kids my wife is invited or I'm not. Right. Period. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't think he's, he can't make, he's not decisive enough to, and they're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, so that, that was my two cents on, on their whole little talk. But, um, so now, now shall we? Get to we the vortex. Shall we enter the vortex? I, I, I think y'all know by now that I've, I just love Bill. You think? <laughs> I don't think they knew. I love you know his attitude. I is think just that so everyone thought you hated Bill. He's so spunky. I mean, you you know what? You could knock me down with a feather. I thought she hated Bill. <laughs> of course, you know, I don't know his fullback history. Apparently, he blew up a building with people in it. But I don't know that. So, um. Oh, and that's not even, <laughs> that's not even the worst thing he's done. <laughs> Like, that's just, a, that's minor. Yeah. That's not even the worst no, thing I don't want to hear it. I mean, they had to <laughs> dang. What I don't know won't hurt me. Let's see that point. Anyway, he is hilarious because he got the knocks on the door. Brooke's like, I'm coming. She opens the door and there he is. Oh, and there he, said, he is looking good too. Oh, and he did look good. And he said, I know. He didn't even have a, she didn't have a chance to say nothing. He's like, I know. I didn't call. I didn't tell you I'm coming. You know. I'm not supposed to be here. It's like, <laughs> and he says, is Grumpy here? And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, my God, I almost fell out of my chair. He says, is Grumpy here? Bridge always has his short in a bunch about something. And I don't feel like dealing with him today. <laughs> Like, oh, this is gonna be good. I'm like, oh, it's oh, true. Girl. It's true, though. You are so funny. He does <laughs> always like, have his shorts in a bunch, and he was just so funny because he was like, there was just something about his whole attitude in in this whole scene because he was all he was like kind of distraught, which mm-hmm. I haven't really seen. 
He was all he's shook always up. like he's always like the one in charge together. Like because he's so right. He's so stunned that that Katie is not accepting his his, his romantic gestures and advances. He is so stunned by that. <clears throat> no one's ever told him no, and he's like, I can't compute this. I yeah. I don't under I don't understand. He's like, there's a woman like. Not accepting my advances. He's like, she's what? giving me the cold shoulder. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, so he was, it was just so funny because he was like, his shorts are always in a bunch. He's like, and I don't feel like dealing with it today. And I was like, oh, what yeah. is up with Bill? Anyway. He was in a mood. Yeah, so he came. Um, he wanted to talk about Katie. He wanted some insight on Katie. Maybe that Brooke might have. Because he's getting the cold shoulder. He's he's wanting, I guess, we assume, that he's been trying to... Oh, he's been trying to get right? Katie back for, um, like, a year. So, but maybe she's longer. just not really responding. And, and so he wanted, he's like, it, I guess apparently it was bothering him. And he's like, I need... It comes to Brooke to talk, you know, like, does he have any... Does Katie said anything to her? Does she have any idea if it's even right. in the realm of possibility? You know, right? And I actually, <laughs> you better get your recorder out. Good thing this is being recorded right now <laughs> because I, you probably will never hear me say this again. But I don't. I almost a little bit agree with Ridge. Bill has no business going to Brooke's house. He should not be there ever. He shouldn't knock. He shouldn't pretend to knock. He shouldn't drive by. He shouldn't even pass her gate. <laughs> he needs to go around the block and pa- because um, <clears throat> they kissed and they were both sober. Well, and that's on un- That's no Mm-mm. unacceptable. Unacceptable. Now, Ridge did the same thing. That's also unacceptable. He did that in Monaco. Like, unacceptable. But, said that, uh, Brooke cannot be near the vortex. I'm telling you, it's dangerous. Well, Jill's like, I want her to fall in that vortex. <laughs> fall in it. You know what? I'm going to push her right into that vortex. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's Katie. Poor Katie. If, you know, that happened. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe Katie keeps, keeps giving him the cold shoulder. I don't know. Anyway... But I did think it was so cute that he was trying to be more open and share his feelings and such. (laughs) And he was all awkward. And you could tell that it was hard for him to share, like, even with Brooke, who he admittedly said he feels the most comfortable with. Like, he feels the most open with. But I feel like their whole little, that little conversation gave me some, a little insight, maybe. Because he said he feels... Like, she asked, he said, I've, I'm, you know me better than anybody, than anybody, even Katie. Right. And she's like, why do you think that is? And he said, he feels like she doesn't judge him. And that for the most part, she likes him for who he is. Even with his boys and with Katie, he's almost afraid to be himself because they judge and they criticize and they point out his faults. I mean, according to him. Well, they do. They're like, Dad, um, you can't go around killing people. Okay, you can't go around blowing up buildings with people. Well, in I them. mean, I'm not. Tr- it's, I'm not <laughs> saying it to like it justifies like right, all right. this bad but stuff. Right, right. They do do that. But, they do. Um, 
I think like with Brooke, even when he's trying to do his very best, when he's, you know, he's like on his best behavior. I mean, like he's making an effort to improve himself and to do better, right? And Brooke is in that same boat. Um, we have a lot in common. Yeah, I feel like even when they're, when he's trying his best, his past always ends up getting thrown up in his face, mm-hmm. right? It, like everyone else past deeds don't get constantly brought up. Right. But him and Brooke. Granted, like I said, not the big thing. I mean, obviously blowing up people is bad. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, just it's in their. She doesn't judge him. In their personalities, in their being direct, in their being, you know, in these, in the things that aren't necessarily dangerous or illegal. Right. Right. Obviously. I'm not trying to justify any of that, but I just mean, in, like, their stuff always gets brought up and no one else does. Right. So I think they have that sort of, um. Now that in common that they're always being villainized. Yeah. Like, their mis- you're right. Their mistakes are always thrown in their face. Right. Always. And I don't know. Like I, I even do it. Not that it's not. I don't know how to say. Not that I don't think it can be. It. Some of that stuff is justified. But for it to be brought up to you every single time. Right. You kind of get to that point. I mean, you, you could get to the point where you're like, why even try? Right. Like, I'm trying to do better, and I'm trying to be on the up and up, and I'm trying to do what's right. Like, he's trying to be more open. Right. And more, you know, he's having all these little awkward things, like, w- way back when, when he had the lunch at the seafood restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember that seafood restaurant that yeah. was there for, like, a day? That disappeared. Um, no, you're right. That's you know, a good And his point. boys were like, what is going on? Like... He's actually being, like, nice. Like, what is happening? But, you know, like, he's making these efforts. Yeah, that's, yeah. And he said, uh, ew, ew, feelings. Right. Because she said, oh, so you, oh, you came to talk about your feelings. And he was like, ew, emotions <laughs> and feelings is gross. Right. Like, ugh. Yeah, like, it's, you know, obviously tough for him. But he's make, he's making an effort. So you get these these points where, he, you know. But that doesn't matter. It's like with Brooke. And like, she could probably go for the next 50 years and never do anything ever again. And somebody's going to bring up oh, yeah. everything she did 50 years ago. Right. Remember 25 years ago? <laughs> and you're like, uh, yeah. You know, I, just, I don't know. It's just, it was just interesting to me. Their whole little conversation and why he said he, he felt like Brooke knew him. And I could, I don't know. I just kind of, I could... I could get that. See, you know? he, he ruined it. <laughs> he ruined it multiple times, but he threw Ridge out of a helicopter. Oh. And they, they, you, he can't say he didn't. Like, <laughs> like Justin, his friend was flying the helicopter and he said, dump him. So Justin did the, the helicopter and he, and he fell out and, Brooke was in the helicopter. So, like, that was one thing. There's just been multiple things that have made her, like, you go too far. Right. Like, Ridge very seldom breaks the law. Right. To to get what he wants. Right. That's the difference. There's just a slight difference between Ridge and, and Bill. They're basically the same, very much the same. But Bill has no boundary. Right. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't... Like where a normal person will stop, he keeps going. Yeah, and it's it, you're like, no, that you're, you're just like that's too far, <laughs> right? 
Like, don't wonder why everyone's mad at you. Your sons won't talk to you. Like, it's too far, buddy. Back her up. Right. You know, like, it's just, I love Bill, but dang, he can he can be very frustrating, too. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't even know all of the stuff, but I do know he did some bad things. But anyway, so that led to them. Anyway, Hugging. That, well, that was just my little insight on that. But that did lead to them reminiscing. Oh, I had a nervous breakdown. About their time together. And, you know, they had a whole conversation about how great their relationship was at for a period. Yeah. And they did this and it was they had a great time here and they did and they were close and it was and guess what? They did all of that without being touchy feely. They did all of that reminiscing and all of that great remembrance. Socially distanced. Now, I was having some major heart palpitations because at one time <clears throat> He leaned in towards her, and I was like, oh, God, no, the vortex. Oh, God, that's too close. I, I, <laughs> Joe was like, what are you doing? I said, oh, God, he leaned in. He leaned in. I was like, it's too close. <laughs> because I just don't want to deal with, I agree. Like, I don't want to deal with Grumpy Ridge. I don't want to deal with it. Stay out of the vortex. Right. I don't want to deal with that. Right. Any, you know what I mean? Like, it's too, I can't handle it. It's too much stuff going on, guys. Okay. Handle one thing at a time. <laughs> but it didn't lean in so far that it was inappropriate. Oh, no. Not at all. It's just he has this vortex around him. So, I was just pointing that out. That you that can actually talk to your ex. You can. And reminisce and not touch each other. Yeah. And not know. What if, a novel thought. And not know if someone needs a breath mint. Wow. It's amazing. What a anyway, thought. But um, that did, did lead to them hugging. That is true. So hold up. I'm gonna I told you you can't avoid his vortex. Like she even she couldn't avoid his hug. She's like, well shoot. All right, I'll get a hug in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll volunteer. So as this is going on, Ridge is over here at Steffi's telling Taylor how wonderful she is. Then he gonna have the nerve. Okay, he leaves, he comes home, he walks into Brooke's house, she's hugging Bill, and he goes, really? Then has the nerve, because they're both like, mm-mm, Brooke's like, oh dear God, no, it is not what it looks like. You can tell the, like, the fear that she had in her face. She's yes. like, oh, God, no, 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 it's not what it looks like. And R Bill was like, no, no. Don't don't start your all your ridgeness. Uh-uh. It's not that, right? Like yeah, it's he, not what he's you think. Like it was me. I came over. She didn't even know. He's like, I didn't even text. Right. And Ridge was like, Well, it just shouldn't happen. And Which, what you know, maybe he has a point. However, he did bring Taylor to Brooke's house after he had kissed her in Monaco. So mm. but um the thing that really got me was when he said he looked at Brooke and he goes, What are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, my God, that is some nerve. After yeah, you yeah, yeah. just almost yeah, yeah. kissed Taylor, that is nerve. And he says, and looks at her and says, <sighs> think you could set some boundaries? I almost came unglued. Oh, my God. Pot kettle. I'm like, you literally just left another woman's house that you were proclaiming your love for. And obvious confusion, giving her all kind of signals. That, that, she poor, had, that she has Taylor an opportunity. Was yeah. And you want to tell her to set boundaries? 
Are you kidding me? Oh, rude. I put, okay, rude. you're going to love this because I actually wrote WTF. <laughs> okay. That tells you how serious I am. Oh, she's serious. I don't serious. really use that She does not word. use the F word, okay? <laughs> that, is, that is for me. That is reserved for serious matters. <sighs> anyway, um, so Bill, I've, I've had, Bill had a great line where he said, you know, like, this is unnecessarily awkward. Yeah. I'm going like, to go. <laughs> and he's like, you don't have to make this. Yeah. And he tells Ridge. She's a she is a an amazing woman. He's like, don't you know, mess it yeah, up. Don't don't be a jerk and mess it up. Yeah. Basically, like really. And um, he always tries to tell him that he's like, I don't understand. Like I would do anything to be with her, and you just she only wants you, and you constantly <clears throat> mess it up. Well, and then basically, Ridge declares how he doesn't want her around any man. Like, I guess she, like, she, she just, ain't even allowed to look. She got to look at the floor when she walks around. Like, she, she ain't even allowed to look at it. I don't know. Maybe she should just stay in the home, like, and never leave. Like, and, and of course. he does. He, you're right. He does say to her, do you understand? I don't want this. Okay. I, I don't like it. I don't want all these cockroaches <laughs> in my house. Right. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, and he's specifically talking about Bill and Deacon. And he's like, they're like cockroaches. They're always around. And, you know, but I put, well, she does share a child with Deacon. But, you know, I mean, that doesn't matter. So just, we just forget that. But whatever. That's just a little (laughs) side note. Um, Anyway, so Brooke says, so, so she tells him, look, they're not here. Like, you're here. I'm here. That's all that matters. I don't, you know, and he said, I mean, I know nothing was going on. Right. You know, she tries to tell him, you know, that they were talking about Katie. He let it go. I was shocked. I know that, I know that there, but you know, I hate this. I hate this. I don't want to walk in and see them like what Amanda was saying. I don't blame that. Like, I I get that. I can get that. But, um. But I don't want to see you slobbering all over Taylor either. Thank you. So then they have, um. So they, so she tells him how much, you know, she's like, we're here, you know, I love you. And she gives him this big heartfelt speech. They sit on the couch, all, you know, and she snugs right. up to him and she tells him, I know that there are forces trying to pull us apart. Yep. And I know you feel it too. She's like, I'm not going to say any names. Right. She's like, I'm not pointing fingers, but I know that you, f- I feel it. You feel it. And... She's like, we can't let that happen. Right. And so she declares her undying, unending love for him, that he is her destiny. Yep. And that when she looks at him, her heart still skips a beat. Every time. Like, just from, like, from the first time she ever saw him. She gives him this heartfelt Mm -hmm. thing. And why did his face look, his face didn't look like he just heard a heartfelt speech. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm like, where's the little, why don't. What what is maybe they're reserving that for another day? I don't know. That's a good point. <clears throat> but I mean, his face wasn't reflecting. She just kind of poured her heart out to him, and she's just snugging up. And I think they might have kissed. He didn't seem that like move. I mean, not move, but I don't know. He just seemed more conflicted. I yeah, guess he's the very way. he's very conflicted. Right. So anyway, we used to go through this all of the time with Liam. Hope and Steffi. So if you think this makes you mad, you should have seen the debacle that we went through for like 10 years 
with Liam going back and forth from Hope and Steffi. It's it's ridiculous. He has children with both of them because he can't never make up his mind. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I bet you any money you're about to say what I'm about to say. Because we got some hotties on the roof. <laughs> I was like, raise the roof. That is so funny because I just scrolled up to the top. I was looking at the top of my notes. I was like, oh, hotties on the roof. I just saw the top of my notes. And I I put B&B is like, it's Friday. Let's give you a little something to get through the weekend, right? (laughs) A little montage of Thomas and Carter working out, pumping iron at the office. Thank you, B&B. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? Are they on the clock? If I was there, I'd be like, excuse me, this gym is for after you've clocked out, sirs. Yeah. And it was clearly just, you know, a, I don't know, what do they call that? A um, um, a thirst, um, you know, when someone, I don't know. I forget what it's called. The only thing I can think of is tweet, but it's not that. It's not a tweet. It's a video. Um, anyway, I don't know, but uh, I, I feel thirsty just looking at them. That's my what I'm saying. Um, they they it was straight up just just because they weren't even talking. It had a little music. It was a little montage. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, look at that. They're just like here. Have this yeah. little gift for your weekend. Yeah. They're like, hello, <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> but after that, so Thomas. Ask Carter about legal advice, which is well. And Carter was like, Carter cares about hope. Yes, but he's also besties with Ridge. Like it's a whole thing. But um, so they didn't. It wasn't. He didn't say, "Oh, I want to take her to court." He's he just said, "I need some advice because I want." We have 50-50, but Hope has him, like, 90% of the time. And I want my 50%. Like, do you have any advice for me? And basically, he said, whatever you do, do not go to court. Right. Like, whatever you do, whatever you have to do, keep it civil. Right. He's like, because you don't want the court to decide. Right. But you may not like the outcome. Once again, where does this conversation go? Thomas or... Carter's like, why do I feel like there's something else at play here? Mm-hmm. And Thomas was like, oh, because there is. And guess what it is? My mom and dad want to get, I want to get them back together. They sound insane. I was like, like they sound insane. They're obsessed. So anyway, Tom, so Thomas admits it. Admits that there's a, there's another issue because him and Steffi want their parents back together. Yep. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And Carter goes, look, I just want to make sure that you have accepted that hope is with Liam. Like, I just want to make sure you got that straight, buddy. Then he says, I can see now this is going to be another epic struggle between the Foresters and the Logans. And um, he didn't look happy about it. (laughs) like oh crap i don't want to get in the middle of this <laughs> okay as all of this is happening okay hope and steffi are still fighting at in the office and taylor walks in and that's super awkward and i was kind of surprised because once hope left taylor told steffi you know what i know like she kind of said like 
I know you're mad at her, but you've got to look at it from her perspective. She's just protecting her mom. She's doing the same thing you're doing. So, like, you can't really get that mad because she's literally doing exactly what you're doing. You're trying to protect your mom. Well, that's what she's doing. That's her mom. Right. Like, like it's not, I don't think it necessarily doing it out of meanness. It's just, of course, she's going to take up for her mom. Right. And, of course, it blows right by Steffi because then she's like, well, she's wrong. Like, okay, then. What? All right. <laughs> Yeah, and then she even says, yeah, from your perspective. But she thinks she's right, and she thinks you're wrong. Right. And I was like, where? Sometimes I get so whiplash from Taylor, because sometimes she's so on board with the plan. Giggly, and and she follows exactly what Steffi wants, the plan to get Ridge back, right? Right. But then other times, she's like, stop. Like, let us figure it out. Right. Please. Like, just worry about yourself. Right. Right? Like, let us figure it out. what she told her. Pretty much. She was like, could you just butt out of it and let us figure this out? It's, you know. But then she turns right around and is and, and is all in Steffi's plan to parent trap but, them. Like, it's. But Steffi, um, she, she, you know, like I said, like in all these other things we've talked about, it just, she just blows right through any stop sign or whatever. And then Thomas comes in and joins in, puts in, in, puts in his two cents about how they, Taylor and Ridge are perfect together and blah, blah, blah. So then Taylor leaves. And then Steffi declares that she and Thomas have to intervene. They have to make something happen to get, Brick, uh, to get Brooke and Ridge apart. So yeah. basically, she said, she, we gotta make it happen. Yes. So she basically, she's like, she just declared war. Like, she just basically said, we're going to come up with a plan to break them up. Yep. We're going to manipulate the situation. We're going to take advantage of whatever we can, and we're going to do it. I, I, again, whiplashed. So confused. Remember how she got shot? She literally got shot because she was going to, to confront Sheila about messing with her dad's life. <clears throat> And doing that crap to Brooke. And now all of a sudden, she's Sheila going, how can we manipulate the situation and and trick everyone to get them together? What are you, what is, I don't understand what's happening. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. What? So let's turn into Sheila now. Hell, kidnap him. Why don't you just go kidnap him and hold him hostage? They could just lock him in a room together and just, you know. Just put them in a cage. Shoot, put them in a cage together and throw them some food every now and then. Yeah. I, I can't. What is happening? I, it's, I, I don't understand. Steffi, yeah. Steffi had this life-altering thing happen. And instead of it making her better, she's reverting back to the, to the old Steffi. Right. It's mind-blowing to me. My husband almost died. I almost died. I'm going to be a mean biatch now. <laughs> like, I'm going to go back to the way I used to be. Like, what? I'm going to manipulate every situation I can. So she plots to get Ridge and Taylor to spend some time together at a family little get-together at the Cliff House oh, this time. Side note, we're covering Monday. Which is... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just skipped right through our date. It's the um, 19th. The 19th. We're covering Monday because we watched it. 
and we are going to just go ahead and cover it. I mean, why not? <laughs> so this is what happened. This was with Steffi's plot. Of course, it was sweet. Her and Finn spent some time with the be- on the beach with the kids, and they were playing, having a good time and everything. And then she comes in, and she starts putting together this plan. Yeah, oh, and Finn she looks is like, so devilish, too, Oh, when she's doing it. She's, yes, very smug and very, uh, you know what? oh, yeah. She's a really good actress. So um, Finn is like, oh, hell, what what is going on? What have you got up your sleeve? And she's like, oh, we're just, um, just don't worry about it. Just support me. It'll be fine. <laughs> she's like, just do what I say, people. Just yeah. do what I say, people. And your life would be so much easier. Right? Right. So meanwhile, Ridge is at Forrester. Same exact scene. The, I, I would yes. have thought it was the same day. Yes. The same scene, except Paris's hair was different. And it was a different dress. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known the difference. Mm-hmm. Same people. Zenday, Paris, Ridge, and Thomas. And it, literally, Thomas is doing the same exact yes. thing again. He has a different shirt on. But it's the same conversation. It, literally, the same exact conversation. He's telling him, you need to be with mom. 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 It's like a broken record. Yeah. And then, oh. So then Steffi calls. She's like, you got to get over here right now. She's like, "Um, you and dad have to get over here. And Thomas is like, uh, okay. He's like, is everything okay? And she's like, just hurry up. So then, of course, Ridge is like, oh, something must be Yeah, so like now they're, they're like nervous, like, oh, crap. Okay, let's go. So they take off and all it is is a ploy. She just wanted to get Taylor and... And Ridge at the house at the same time. So she could browbeat him again. So that they could try and just... Yeah. She even put champagne out. Like, try to beat him into submission. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get this champagne out, fan, so that in, ca- in case we need to celebrate. I'm like, what? Yeah. And in the meantime, Brooke is talking with Andre, <laughs> the party planner, and she's planning a romantic night. For her and Ridge. A, a, something really and she's nice. she's really excited about it. And she's it. excited about it. And she's like, this is going to be their moment to really spend with each other. Yeah, and, and she's reconnect. telling Hope all about it. She's telling Hope. You know, because Hope's like, oh, what's going on? And she's like, planning this. And it's going to be wonderful and romantic. And we need this time. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Because I had this in my notes somewhere. Like, wh- why is Ridge spend all his time with... Taylor, like, cause his kid, cause his grown ass kids are crybabies. <laughs> that's why. Every time you turn around, they're she's they're calling him to come over. Anyway, that was just a little side note. <laughs> um. Anyway, so she's planning this, which you know is is gonna it's gonna be jacked up of because course. right now he's over doing the family thing with Taylor and them bratty kids and. You know it's not going to go how it's... I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know it's not going to go smoothly. She's not going to be able to get in touch with him, or I don't know what's going to happen. You know what? Steffi's going to use... Thomas and Steffi are going to use that app. I just can't figure out how. They're going to use it to either, like, call Brooke and use Ridge's voice saying, like, I'm done or whatever... Or they're gonna use it. I I think I feel like it would be hard to use it as Brooks because they're never around her. Like, how are they gonna get? You know what I mean? I right. feel like it would be much easier for them to get Ridge's voice 
you know, like, I don't know, but that's definitely coming back. Something's gonna, something's coming up with that. It's, it, yeah. Um, Ridge is getting irritated because Thomas won't shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh my gosh, would it you was get, yeah, it was like, would you give it a rest? I mean, because it was, it was like, oh, it was like just non, it was just like non-stop. And then when he took off to the cliff house and he probably was like, oh, thank God. Right. And then he gets to the cliff house. It's the same thing. Yeah. Ridge had this weird look on his face, though, that I I really didn't know how to take. He looked maybe he looked kind of annoyed, but he also looked amused. Right. Like like these kids are ridiculous. He was to me. He was looking at her like. Again, here we go. Yeah, like I'm, ex- I'm really tired right. of this, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Brooke's house, she's just talking to Hope about uh, what's going on and her dinner and all this stuff. But Hope does give her some advice and warning. Yeah, she just re- sort of she re- was reiterating. Said, I, I took up for you. I went to yes. Forrester and they were talking smack. About you, and I took up for you because it was ridiculous. And right. she was like, "Oh, you took so up for sweet. me." She's like, "Of course I did." Mm-hmm. You know, so you're my mom. Of course I did. Yeah. And and she was. And that's when she made the point about Hope says, "Won't you just call him?" And then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna wait for him to to get in touch with me. Like, I haven't heard from him yet." And I'm like, "Why? Why? This makes me nervous. Why do we need to talk about this?" Right. They're going to use that app to call her. (laughs) Something, I'm telling you. Something. Because they don't mention. It's like with his cell phone. Remember when Deacon was like, I got to have my cell phone (laughs) for work. And he's like waving it. You're like, okay, that's unnecessary. So she made it a point to say, no, I'm not going to call him right now. I'm going to, you know. Yeah, he's at work. So something. She thinks he's at work. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I think we covered everything. I mean, it only took us 15 hours. <laughs> Once again, how did we get this long of a podcast again in two weeks? I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> All I can say is I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> it is definitely my fault. I normally, like I said, I normally have my notes. One point, I have them all organized, but I was, I started a new project at work. Like, I've been busy, and I just did not have time to do it. Yeah, it, it has been a little crazy, but we wanted to get a podcast out in a reasonable time. Yeah, we didn't want to you know, wait we didn't and have, have to, to do it, yeah. but here we are at three hours again, so. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why we were so worried about it. And we still took three hours. And it's only two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and and get this, before we started, we were talking about how this ain't going to take no time because not that much stuff it's happened. It's only two weeks. And we are like, not that much stuff happened. And then we talked about it for three hours. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're ridiculous. Well, we're going to get better. We're a lot. Because I'm new at it, and we're, we're learning, and we're going to learn how to, um, mm-hmm. how to get our notes a little maybe more organized and all that stuff. We're trying to get in the rhythm of it. Like, figure out our rhythm. Right. So, and we're going to stop talking now because we'll just keep on rambling. So. Oh, my, will we? <laughs> Last time I cut out like 30 minutes. Yeah. And it was still three hours. So, let's just, um, we're going to stop here. <laughs> Thank so you, guys. So, we're going to wrap her yes. up. Yes, and, we're wrapping um, up. don't forget about 
checking out my merch. Yes. Um, even if you can't buy any, I still want you to check it out because it's really cool. And it's on Shopify and it's on eBay and it's on Amazon. So all you have to do is type in the Bold and Beautiful podcast and it should just pop up. And if you need help, just get in touch with us. Also, we'd love for y'all to get in touch with us and let us know what you think. Yeah. You know I'm nosy. (laughs) I want to know what y'all think. Oh, she's nosy. So we're going to let you guys go. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting my wonderful sister. (laughs) And um, if you get a chance, even though it will be later, still give her a happy birthday shout out. (laughs) It, you know. It never, even if it's belated, it's still appreciated. It still counts. That's right. So, anyway, but thank you all for listening. And until next time. Until next time. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everyone.